the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. That's how you get a show going. What's going on, everybody? It's another Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast. It's on AM 970, The Answer. A little docking under lock and key. Lightning strikes again to kick off the program. A little heavy metal. We're going to mix in some some metal, some old school metal and rock and roll during the show here. Of course, you know, music is a part of the show. We've got a fantastic show for you tonight. And uh, great craft beer guests that will be joining me this hour. The usual news and notes to get to. But first, how can you follow me? Very simple. On Twitter, it's at Al Gattulo. Instagram at Gatulo, that's G A T U L O. Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast and via email at Albert G at NYCRadio.com. Don't forget, we are on iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast and you can download and listen to every single Craft Beer Cast right on, you know, whatever you use, whether it's uh, your iPod or uh, MP3 player, maybe you use your iPhone or uh, your. Uh, you know, Android phone, whatever you use. Uh, may I use a Google Pixel XL phone, uh, exclusive from Verizon. I'm not getting paid for Ver- from uh, Verizon or Google uh, to promote it, but it is a fantastic phone. Takes fa- it takes unbelievable pictures. Honestly, folks, best pictures I've ever taken uh, from a cell phone. It, it's uh, it's really a great phone. A little too intuitive for me. If you're on the Google platform, uh, it tells you how you know how long it's going to take for you to get to work, where you're going. It's uh, it's it's a little too big brother if you ask me, but um, the phone is very helpful. It's a again a Google Pixel XL phone uh, exclusive uh, to Verizon Wireless and uh, does a great job. I love it. So our guests tonight on this first weekend in June. First up, Mitchell Lesbiro. He is an entrepreneur. He's created a new product called Fast Ferment. Mitchell's going to tell us all about it and what it does. Uh, in just about 10 minutes from now. At the bottom of the hour, a returning guest of the program, Jay Sykes, the founder and uh, chief operating officer of Flagship Brewing in Staten Island. Uh, He'll discuss, uh, Staten Island, by the way, New York, for those of you who don't know, the uh, forgotten borough, Uh, discussing, among other things, big event going on next Saturday, June 10th, uh, along with the Staten Island Yankees. It is the Unforgettable IPA and Taco Festival. Uh, We'll get all the details from Jay coming up at the bottom of the hour. It is a very, very cool event. So if you like IPAs, and you like tacos, uh, and you don't mind spending a couple of hours at arguably one of the best ballparks uh, in the five boroughs. Everybody talks about Yankee Stadium and City Field, uh, but where the Staten Island Yankees play, uh, and, you know, there's the Brooklyn Cyclones, the Mets uh, single-A affiliate, but where the Staten Island Yankees play is a gorgeous facility. Uh, you, it overlooks the skyline of Manhattan, great views, Easily accessible by the Staten Island Ferry. Um, They don't get a great attendance. And it's sad because, listen, if you're a Yankee fan, you'd want to go. But if you're a fan of baseball and you live in the city, it's an easy ride. You don't need to drive to it. You can jump right on the ferry. It's a 30-minute ride. You get off the ferry. You walk right up the, uh, the ramp, right to the stadium. But the skyline views are unbelievable. It's a great event. 
that's coming up, and we'll get all the details from Jay coming up at the bottom of the hour. So let's get into some news and notes here. First up, over at, uh, and thanks to the good folks from uh, AmericanCraftBeer.com uh, for posting a few of these things. Apparently, Russian River has finally decided to break ground on their long-planned new brewery in nearby Windsor, California. Uh, it is expected to become one of California's premier beer tourist destinations. The new Windsor facility um, will be larger than Russian River's current home in Santa Rosa. Ample room for around 175 uh, guests, uh, beer lovers, uh, lovers, excuse me, outside seating as well. Uh, it's a 15-acre plot uh, on Windsor's west side of town, and they're going to have a production facility and brew pub, a tasting room, and, of course, a shop to buy uh, to buy things in. There's also going to be an elevated walkway for those elevated patrons taking brewery tours that follows the brewing process from the mash to the glass. So very cool. Uh, good stuff from Russian River Brewing. Uh, that is underway. Also, here's the interesting thing. Now, Motorhead, Lemmy from Motorhead passed away. Um, you know, over a year ago, and uh, or is it about a year? No, it is. No, it's about a year ago. Yeah, it's about. Oh, it's actually it's over a year uh, that Lemmy has passed away. But apparently, Motorhead, which has for years put together a family of wine, whiskey, and beers, uh, different things, they are coming out or collaborating with Amplified Ale Works uh, to release Born to Lose IPA. It's a six and a half percent West Coast style India Pale Ale uh, that's brewed with Pacific Northwest hops and appropriately. British malt. So uh, interesting that Motorhead coming out with a beer. I don't expect Motorhead to be touring anytime soon, but good for them that they're trying to keep the name uh, alive and going. And, uh, you know, it's sad that Lemmy passed away. Uh, I got a chance to see him uh, just a few months before he passed, and uh, he did not look good on stage. Uh, And turns out um, he was having a lot of issues, and then we found out uh, that he had uh, a very, very aggressive form of cancer. And uh, by the time he released that he had cancer to his death, I think it was less than... uh, Less than a month or two, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So thanks to AmericanCraftBeer.com for those news and notes. And then we move on to what is the big story of the week. Um, Fort Collins Brewing has been acquired uh, by Red Truck Beer Company out of Canada. Uh, they have acquired the building uh, and the assets from owners Tom Jan and Tina Peters. Terms of the deal were not disclosed. Red Truck apparently is going to take over Fort Collins Breweries. A 35,000-square-foot physical space transformed the location into a U.S. headquarters with a restaurant. Uh, Red Truck Beer has their own, uh, you know, a truck stop, what they call truck stop uh, um, kind of restaurant brew pub uh, in Canada right now. And um, this is Red Truck's first venture uh, into the United States. Uh, Red Truck has applied for a federal brewing license and expects to obtain that before the end of the year. Said It is also exploring opportunities to contract produce for other craft brands in order to maintain Fort Collins Brewery's existing staff. That's according to the press release. Um, a few administrative positions will reportedly be retained through July to help with the transition. Um, what else here? Uh, Red Truck, but here's the interesting thing. Red Truck intends to cease production of Fort Collins Brewing uh, beer brands over the coming months, um, which is which is kind of odd. So they're taking over the facility, but they're not going to continue uh, the beer brands that Fort Collins Brewing uh, has put out. Now, Red Truck produced 20,000 barrels of beer last year uh, with distribution throughout British Columbia and Alberta in Canada, as well as Washington State. Uh, the company is partnering with RB&B Architects to renovate FCB space, plans to open a truck stop brewery, and restaurants similar to the one that they operate in Vancouver. That coming up in the spring of 2018. In addition to serving Red Truck's flagship beers, 
Truckstop is also going to pour the company's specialty offerings. Uh, there's a whole bunch of them, uh, gozes, some ales, uh, a smash IPA, uh, as well as a menu of burgers, poutine, chicken wings, and more. For those of you who don't know what poutine is, poutine is French fries with gravy with cheese curd. Uh, I got to experience it in Canada about 17 years ago. Oh, my God. It is phenomenal. So uh, th- this is this is very interesting. And, and again, something that we have been talking about on the show as to what has happened with um, breweries, mid-level breweries. A lot of them are taking on too much debt. I don't know if this is the case here because they haven't released that from Fort Collins Brewery. Um, but they opened their um, brewery and restaurant in 2010. It was a $4 million dollar. Uh, deal in 2013, the company installed a 50 barrel brew house, uh, 150 barrel fermenters. Four of those that increased their production capability to 32,000 barrels annually. Um, FCB though only produced 10,000 barrels of beer in each of the last two years. And they've undergone a lot of changes over the last 18 months, including a complete rebrand, um, a reformulation of its beer recipes, addition of new signature series of beers, and a switch from glass bottles to aluminum cans after installing a new canning line. So it sounds to me uh, like the, um, the the brewery having a lot of different changes, uh, maybe personnel leaving. They decided to go in different directions. Canning is the big thing now uh, with craft beer brands. You're seeing a lot of that in stores. Easier to get on the shelves, uh, easier transported, and easier uh, to recycle as well. So that's probably the reason why they did that. But unfortunately, uh, you know, FCB product currently distributed in 17 U.S. states. I'm sure they wanted more, but a lot of their beers were not knockout beers. It, 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 they weren't like, wow, I've got to have this beer. And I also think, you know, you open a restaurant, that's a lot of overhead, uh, a lot of different people you have to pay. Um, I have a feeling we're going to find out in the coming weeks that they leverage too much debt. And couldn't pay their bill. And that's part of the problem. When you're in, in, installing all these different you know, things to produce 32,000 barrels of beer, and in each of the last two years, you only produce 10,000 barrels, you know what that tells me? That tells me you didn't have the money to keep up with what's going on. So uh, this Canadian company here, Red Truck, has, uh, has acquired uh, Fort Collins Brewery and Tavern. Uh, they've taken over all of their assets and uh, are going to be moving on with basically eliminating the FCB brand. So if you're a fan of... Uh, Fort Collins Brewery, better get those beers that are on the shelves now because they're not going to be around uh, too much longer. My thanks to the folks at uh, Brewbound.com, uh, Chris Finari and his team over there. They're doing a fantastic job of keeping up with news uh, and notes on the program. Now, when we come back after a short break, Mitchell Lesbarrel, the owner of Fast Brewing and their new product, it's called Fast Ferment, is going to join me. He's going to explain all about this new product that you can pre-order right now. Folks, we're just getting started on this program. It focuses on that delicious beverage, and it's made with barley and hops. This is the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Kevin McCullough says terrorism honored is a reflection of New Yorkers. Why are we recruiting terrorists to do all these things? You know that elected officials are just a reflection of the people that put them there, right? So if we are stupid enough to put de Blasio back in office for a second term, that's going to say a lot about who we are as a people. Hey, New York. Show Kevin McCullough what you're made of. Weeknights at 5 on AM 970. The Answer. The Cloverleaf Tavern is unlike any establishment in New Jersey. Located at 395 Bloomfield Avenue in beautiful Caldwell, New Jersey, the Cloverleaf Tavern has outstanding burgers, wings, nachos, fish and chips, not to mention a huge selection of over 20 taps of delicious craft beer, along with an enormous bottle selection. 
Coming up this Monday, June 5th, it's a Relay for Life fundraiser at the Cloverleaf Tavern. All you have to do is dine in at the Cloverleaf for lunch or dinner, and the tavern will donate a portion of your check to the local Relay for Life organization. Have a delicious burger and a craft beer, and help fight cancer at the same time. That's on Monday, June 5th. Cloverleaf has been around since 1933 and has been voted the number one craft beer bar in the Northeast two consecutive years. So head over to the Cloverleaf Tavern, 395 Bloomfield Avenue in Caldwell, New Jersey. For their full menu, go to cloverleaftavern.com. And for reservations, call 973-226-9812. That's 973-226-9812. Whether it's avoiding seasonal rate spikes, simplifying your energy bill, or giving you an honest, transparent alternative to the monopoly energy company, Blue Rock Energy is here for you. And by here, we mean right in your community. Hi, I'm Phil Van Horn, CEO of Blue Rock Energy. Blue Rock is local enough to care on a personal level, but large enough to provide you with expertise, purchasing power, and solid solutions for your home or business. We're good like that. Visit BlueRockEnergy.com to learn more and see how you can make the simple switch. A Bronx Tale is Broadway's new hit musical. And now, it's a New York Times critic's pick. Directed by Robert De Niro and Jerry Zaks, based on the story by Chaz Palminteri. AM New York hails it as a combination of Jersey Boys and West Side Story. A Bronx Tale, Broadway's new hit musical. Get your tickets today at telecharge.com. Hi, this is Bill Martinez. Join us as we talk with the experts about the latest news, politics, issues of faith, the culture, and the entertainment. It's all about us. It's all about the truth wherever it leads. Bill Martinez live, Monday mornings at 12 a.m. on AM 970, The Answer. Like AM 970, The Answer? Then don't forget to like us on Facebook. Interact with us. Share your thoughts about your favorite shows. Give feedback to our hosts. Share your opinion on hot topics. Learn about events and more. AM970TheAnswer.com Tweet us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. We're everywhere. AM970TheAnswer.com Welcome back to the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, you can follow me on Twitter at Al Gattulo. Instagram at Gattulo. That's G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. Facebook.com slash A-G Craft Beer Cast. Email at albertg at nycradio.com. Don't forget, we're also on Google Play and iTunes. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can listen and download every single Craft Beer Cast right from one of those two platforms. Now, my next guest on the cast, he's an entrepreneur who has created a product that allows home brewers to do all of their fermenting in one vessel. The name of the company is called Fast Brewing. The new product is called Fast Ferment. Fastbrewing.com is the website for more information. Let me welcome in Mitchell Lesperil to the Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Mitchell, welcome. Hey, Al. Thanks a lot for having me on. I appreciate you taking the time. You got it. Now, Mitchell, you come from a family of entrepreneurs. What made you decide to go in the direction of beer and wine to make a profit? It was completely a fluke. We, uh, in Canada, have to recycle all of our bottles, and we invented a drying rack called Fast Rack. Mm -hmm. This is our first product. And after some success in the uh, restaurant and hotel industry, all these homebrewers started asking to buy the product. 
and we literally stumbled into the industry. I didn't even know the industry existed five years ago. No idea. That that is pretty. Oh, so you didn't know that the home brewing industry existed, or just that these people would need bottles to to bottle their beer, clean bottles. Both of them. Both. Ah. I didn't even know it existed. All right. Now, for those that are unfamiliar with fast ferment, what does this product do that's different from traditional home brewing? So fast ferment basically takes the benefits of a professional grade system, so a conical fermenter and reduces the price point down to $100 and allows you to you harvest your yeast. You can ferment all in one vessel, so you're not racking and transferring your beer. Normally, you got to ferment beer in a bucket, then you got to siphon it out of that bucket into a carboy for your secondary fermentation. With fast ferment, you can do it all in one. So it makes it smaller, less equipment, less cleaning, and just way less effort. Instead of you know siphoning stuff out of one bucket to another, you just simply flick a valve, remove a ball, clean it, and reattach it. Wow. So so for somebody who wants to get into home brewing, this would be a, a very easier, and I, I don't want to say economic, well, maybe it is economical, I guess, because I don't home brew myself. I mean, I certainly drink a lot of beer, but I don't home brew. But uh, I'm sure it's probably a much faster way or an, and an easier way uh, to do all of these different things. Now, we're talking with founder of Fast Brewing, Mitchell Lesbriel. He's got a new product out called Fast Ferment. Fastbrewing.com is the website for more information. So, Mitchell, how long did the process take to put together uh, from the concept to the finished product? So we have a great team. Uh, it only took, uh, once we came across the product, and the inventor actually approached us with the uh, original version of it, mm-hmm. and from you know, beginning to final production was probably only six to seven months for us. Because uh, we've already had, we've already set up production for other products, such as the fast rack and some other accessories we sell. Mm-hmm. And from there, then we launched the six accessories with it and also some of our newer products that you've uh, saw as well. Now, where can people purchase Fast Ferment uh, if they want to? Is, it a, is, it, is this a pre-order or it's already uh, ready to ship? So our 7.9-gallon Fast Ferment is probably sold in about seven, 800 retail stores in about 30 countries. Okay. The new one, the 14-gallon Fast Ferment, which is our kind of newest, latest, and greatest, is only available on a pre-sale through us until around the end of June. And then it'll be out to the, all the uh, retail stores that sell it. So that's just on fastbrewing.com, 14-gallon pre-sale. And it's on there for about 20 to 30% off retail, depending on what uh, bundle pack you buy. And we're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, my guest, is the founder of Fast Brewing, Mitchard, Mitchell, excuse me, Les Burrell. He's got a new product out called Fast Ferment. Fastbrewing.com uh, is the website for more information. Mitchell, talk to me about now, th- does this also work for wine as well, or this is specifically for home brewing? No, it works for every, like, literally from cider to wine. Uh, we've had some people do kombucha in it. Any type of fermentable that's not a hard alcohol, this mm-hmm. works perfect for. Hard alcohol you want to put in a still. But for any type of beer, if it's going to be a light beer all the way down to, you know, a, a heavy, like, double IPA, you can do red wines, white wines, you know, sours, cider, you name it. Wow. Now, that's pretty awesome. And, now, and, and your whole original idea was to dry bottles to help restaurants uh, in, their, in their recycling. Literally, and, that was it. <laughs> that is a So who was it? Who was the? I mean, I, I know you said you had people coming up to you, but was it a specific person who just came up to you one night? And said, hey, what? What is this thing? How does this thing work? And uh, can you tell me what's going on? Can you do something with this? I mean, was that? It was it that easy? It was one of our videos for the drying rack. I put on a homebrew form, and overnight we had twenty or thirty emails from people asking to buy them. Mm-hmm. And we're in Canada, like we make all this in the U.S., but we're in Canada, and I'm like. What do you guys need this for? I thought they were restaurant owners, and they're like, we are home brewers and winemakers. We make beer and wine in our homes. First, I asked them if that was even legal. Second, I was like, sure, I'll sell you the product. 
And then in January of 2013, we switched over and just completely went into homebrewing, and that's all we've done since then. That is pretty awesome. That is pretty awesome. Now, Mitchell, do you have a favorite type of beer that you like to drink? Oh, Belgian triples for sure. Belgian triples. I love them. Yeah, I like that boy. Heavy, heavy on the on the alcohol. Nice, nice fruity flavors. That's good stuff, man. Now, the other thing here that I, I read in your bio, you're an extreme sports addict. So you've swam with great white sharks. You skydive. You bungee jump. Now, I like has attempted to climb Mount Kilimanjaro. So you got to you got to walk me through this one. So you're tra- you're attempting to climb the mountain. Was it weather that got to you that that you couldn't make it? What what had happened that uh, forced you to stop climbing? So I uh, you can't test for altitude sickness until you get up to high altitude. Oh, and uh, being I don't know an over the top person, I decided I'd carry all of my own goods and do the hardest trail of Kilimanjaro after a week of partying in South Africa. And altitude sickness got the best of me at the very kind of very bottom of the top of the mountain. So there's only a couple hundred feet in elevation to go, and I just couldn't do it. Oh man! Now, do you plan on you, do you plan on trying to do it again someday? Of course, yeah. All I right. can't let the mountain win. No, of you course can actually not. see an article online that I have a published article on Optimized Magazine about the whole experience. That, that is pre- pretty cool. We're talking with founder of Fast Brewing, Mitchell, Mitchell Lesbriel. He's got a new product out called Fast Ferment. Fastbrewing.com is the website for more information. And Fast Ferment allows you uh, to brew beer basically in one vessel. So it's a very cool uh, item for those of you that are home brewers. Uh, Mitchell, out of all the things that you have done here as this extreme sports addict, what has been the most dangerous that you have done that you would you would consider i mean i know you want to do these things again you're saying you're an extreme sports addict but out of all of them the great white sharks the skydiving the bungee jumps what and the the climbing of uh, mount kilimanjaro what is the one that you would feel is the most dangerous hands down it was uh, whitewater rafting i also got trained as a a guide for that and that was in uh, costa rica and we did some rapids there where on average 10 people a year die on them that we guided oh wow that, so that was by that was by far the most dangerous and most scary uh, experience. But I love and now and and uh, just forgive me on this one here. So you come from a family of entrepreneurs, and everybody in your I mean everybody in your house basically you know decided all right well, this is this is what we're going to do. Was it just a labor of love, or was it the only thing that you knew that it was kind of like all right they're doing this, so I want to I want to jump into this too. This sounds like a lot of fun. Is it the high risk? Or is it the high-risk, high-reward concept that that you love about it? It is that, and it's just, yeah, it's the high-risk, high-reward. And my parents have been doing their own businesses for years, from fitness gyms to real estate. My dad's company now rebuilds ship engines, and I've always been involved with them. And I I don't even really know how to be an employee. I only know how to do kind of my own thing. I've done tons of other things that have failed. Just kind of takes a few, uh, few takes a few attempts, like they say, and mm-hmm. then just kind of was the one that uh, worked out well for us. You see, that's that's the question I wanted to ask you. I mean, that that is the big risk. I mean, you're taking that risk, knowing. I, I mean, do you go into it knowing, okay, I, I I might fail at this, or is it no? I'm gonna I'm gonna succeed, and here's why. And you have the you know, and even if you do fail, you know that you're gonna pick yourself up and head back to the next thing. Or is it just a mindset of I'm not gonna fail? It's gonna happen. Yeah, well, I mean, it depends what you view failure as. Because if you view failure as not making money, that's only one way. But if you learned a lot of things and didn't make any money and can apply it to the next thing, then technically it wasn't a failure, right? Right, and that's true. So that's that's it. I mean, the failure is really more of a lesson to, what, to the things to not to do on the on the next thing that you go after. Exactly. That's how I looked at it. I've done different things. Even in Fast Brewing, we've lost tons of money on random products that came in that didn't pass you know, quality for us or whatever. Right. We have a very high-quality standard with everything we do. And that happens. I mean, I don't even doesn't even you know bother me because that's kind of what I expected getting into this. 
That, I'll tell you, that takes – you know what? I'm, I'm sorry. That takes balls of steel to be able to do that, to have really no you know, umbilical cord and say, you know what? I'm going for it. I'm going to do it. And if it fails, I'm going to figure out what I did wrong, and I'm going to apply those lessons to the next thing. But that's awesome. And then, you know what? I think that's – to me, that is – uh, not only the lifeblood of you know businesses in America when you're a small business and you try and open up, you're taking that risk to say, hey, I might fail at this, but I'm going to go for it anyway. But I think that that should be applied to, to anything in life. You take the risk knowing uh, that you're putting yourself out there and you could fail. Yeah, I agree. Well, it's the same as you starting a radio show, right? You have no idea yep. if it's going to succeed or not, and here you are, right? Yep, exactly. You know what? Well, this this has been a labor of love for me. I've been uh, I've been involved in the business in some way, shape, or form for over the last 25 to 20, 28 years, and uh, it's the only thing I've ever wanted to do since I was 12. So I really didn't have that much of a backup plan uh, when I went in. <laughs> uh, we're talking with the founder of Fast Brewing, Mitch- Mitchell Lesbrill. He's got a new product out. It's called Fast Ferment. Fastbrewing.com is the website for more information. You can order uh, their newest one, the 14G. It's available for consumer purchase. Go to fastbrewing.com slash 14G Fast Ferment. Mitchell, thank you so much for joining me on the Craft Beer Cast tonight. I very much appreciate it. Hey, thanks a lot for having me. I hope you have a great day over there. You got it. When we come back, Jay Sykes, the founder and COO of Flagship Brewing, he'll join me to discuss a big event taking place on Staten Island in conjunction with the Staten Island Yankees involving IPAs and tacos. That's next on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. For the last 10 years, freedom lovers have gathered in Las Vegas for Freedom Fest, the world's largest gathering of free minds. Once again, this year brings together the best thinkers and experts to predict where we're headed in science and tech, geopolitics, the economy, law and religion, and much more. Over 200 speakers and exhibitors, including Steve Forbes, Greg Gutfeld from Fox News, actor William Shatner, author Dinesh D'Souza, and more. This year, John Stossel discusses his fights with Donald Trump, Ted Turner, and other central planners. Also this year, SRN's very own Larry Elder and Michael Medved. It's the largest gathering of free minds. Don't miss it. With relevant discussion topics, poignant debates, even a film festival. Now is the time to join us for the 10-year anniversary of Freedom Fest 2017, July 19th through the 22nd at the Paris Resort in Las Vegas. Go to FreedomFest.com for a full list of speakers, the agenda, and to register. Use the code REASON100 when you register to save $100 at FreedomFest.com. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-518-4020. 800-518-4020. That's 800-518-4020. Our hosts all look like GQ models. See them now at am970theanswer.com. I come in last night about a half past ten. That baby of mine wouldn't let me in. Welcome 
Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Algatulo, Instagram at Gatulo, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast, email at albertg at nycradio.com. And don't forget, iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for the AG Craft Beer Cast. You can download and listen to every single episode from there. Now, on June 9th, I will be in, on Staten Island, a place where I was born and raised, over at the St. George Theater to hear the gentleman that you just heard bringing us into this segment, George Thorogood and the Delaware Destroyers. But on June 10th, there is going to be a great craft beer IPA taco event going on. And my next guest on the cast uh, is the one of the co-owners and chief operating officer of Flagship Brewery. They operate in my hometown of Staten Island, New York. They have some very cool and exciting new beers coming out. The website, theflagshipbrewery.com for more info. But this is a great event uh, with tacos and IPAs. And if you are a lover of both or just one, it is going to be fantastic. Listen, be a fan of the IPAs because that's a good thing. But let me welcome back Jay Sykes of the aforementioned Flagship Brewery to the Craft Beer Cast. Jay, how are you? Good, Al. How you doing? I am great. Now, before we get into the event that's going on uh, next weekend with Tacos and IPAs, you guys did something over Memorial Day weekend I want to mention real quick. You honored those in our military that were in town for Fleet Week, holding a music festival at the brewery. Tell us a little bit about that event, and how was the turnout? It was a great turnout. You know, um, you always get a little nervous at these, uh, the outdoor events with uh, the weather, but the weather held up, and um, it was great. We've been doing this for three years now um, in conjunction with the Catunio family um, based here in Staten Island. They've been working um, with our military personnel for the last, I think, over 10 years, um, every fleet week to do something for them. Um, so when we opened down here in Tompkinsville, which is obviously you know very close to the water and where the ships come in to the old home port, uh, three years ago they you know they called us and said you know it would probably be a really good venue to do something like that there and uh, you know we were 100 percent on board from the beginning. So every year the the event gets bigger and bigger, um, and it's a really nice way to you know let our our military know. Um, how much we care about what they do, and be able to engage them in a you know face to face basis while having a great music festival. Uh, the past two years, we've actually had the official Navy Band Northeast come and play, and they're amazing musicians. Um, in addition to to being just amazing people that are out there protecting our country, so for us, it's it's been a great event every year. As I said, it gets better, um, and it's nice to see them enjoy themselves and have a good time. Uh, we do all. Um, you know, beer and food um, is is on the vendors and us for the uh, the men and women in uniform for right. the day, and it's it's always it's always a great event. You know, that, a lot of a lot of families down here, and um, you know, craft beer connoisseurs, but also just people just looking to uh, say thank you to uh, you know a lot of people that are out there protecting our country. That is awesome, and you know, it's a shame that the that the Navy got rid of the port down there back in the '80s because, boy, I tell you, business would have been booming. Uh, far beyond after what had happened when they pulled out and then, you know, business kind of went, went went dry on the North Shore. But it's starting to make a comeback, and that's a good thing. We're talking with Jay Sykes, one of the co-owners and COO of Flagship Brewery on Staten Island, New York. Uh, they're a short ferry ride and walk over if you're coming from Manhattan. You can take the train if you live on Staten Island as well. Just get off in Tompkinsville. Flagshipbrewery.com uh, for more information. We're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. So, Jay, let's talk about this event. It's coming up next Saturday, June 10th, in conjunction with the Staten Island Yankees. What is the Unforgettable IPA Taco Festival? Well, the uh, Unforgettable IPA Taco Festival is, um, you know, an idea that the Staten Island Yankees, um, obviously, I, I'm sure you, you've been to the stadium. Sure. It is one of the most beautiful venues, I think, in the entire country. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is directly on the water next to the Staten Island Ferry, so it's accessible 
for many of the boroughs. Um, and it's just overlooking New York City and our beautiful harbor. And they have, um, you know, their existing team there and then some new people that are really trying to bring some more programming into that beautiful venue. So they approached us. We've had a really good relationship with them. They've been serving our beer since we opened, um, and our relationship has really built up over the past few years. So, you know, over a beer, we sat down and talked about, you know, bringing back a beer festival. They had had beer festivals um, in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, Some were successful. Uh, One year they had some hiccups with it. But, um, you know, they said to us, hey, you guys are the the beer experts. What What would you want out of a festival? So we kind of created this team uh, between the Staten Island Yankees, us here at Flagship, and uh, the owners of Hobra, which is um, a taco joint here in Staten Island and also Bay Ridge. Okay. Um, and we kind of came up with this, this idea for an IPA and taco festival. There are not that many IPA-specific festivals here in New York City, uh, for one, so mm-hmm. we thought that would be a good thing. Um, also, there is so much really good beer, especially IPAs, being made right here in New York City and in the greater New York area. Um, so we wanted something that would showcase local, you know, all these local beers that maybe even people that live in New York City haven't had a chance because there are a lot of new ones popping up um, to try these, these really good beers. And when you're talking IPAs, um, you know, kind of putting that next to a spicier type of food like tacos is just a, uh, it's a home run. So, we came up with this this idea, and we started building on it. You know, we were meeting weekly, um, and just to try to get everything you know with it. So we we engaged the New York City Brewers Guild, which Flagship is a uh, proud part of, and we then got all the um, you know the breweries on board. It started out you know pretty um, pretty light, but we've got a great lineup. Um, if you want, I'll go through all the breweries yeah. that'll be there as well. That was my next question, Jay. Let's see what other breweries are going to be there. Let me guess. Single Cut is one of them. I'm guessing. A uh, single cut is not. Actually. Oh, really? They wanted, to, they wanted to be there, but they have a festival that's going on in Queens that day, and okay. they were already committed to it. And, gotcha. uh, and that's things. We love single cut. They're good guys. Right. But we have, obviously, ourselves, Flagship Brewing Company. Right. Uh, we have the Staten Island Beer Company. Okay. We have Six Point out of Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. We have uh, KCBC, which is the Kings County Brewers Collective, which is a, you know, a pretty new brewery out of Brooklyn that's making some great beer. Mm-hmm. Um, Keg and Lantern. Brewery out of Brooklyn, Kelso out of Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Brewery, obviously out of Brooklyn. Right. Um, Strong Rope, which is a new brewery in Ooh. Brooklyn. Uh, Coney Island Brewing, mm-hmm. um, a new brewery called Lineup Brewing. We have Interboro Spirits and Ales. We have the Rockaway Brewing Company. Okay. Uh, Big Alice out of Long Island City. Okay. We have Bridge and Tunnel out of Queens. Mm-hmm. We have the Bronx Brewery, obviously out of the Bronx. Right. Gun Hill out of the Bronx. Uh, Chelsea Craft Brewing as well. Um, we have the other half out of Brooklyn. Love other half. Good um, stuff. We have, yeah, great beer. We have another brewery called Iconic, which is brand new, oh, wow. um, which is also out of Brooklyn. We have Yonkers Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. And uh, then from Long Island, we have Oyster Bay Brewing. Oh, wow. Oyster Bay is good stuff, too. I know they had their uh, beers at some Islander games. Boy, you got some lineup. Of a lot of new beers, I guarantee you that you're probably right. Not a lot of people have tried. So it's a great hook to get people uh, to come. And then, of course, you have the tacos from Hobra, but there'll be other um, people there making tacos as well from other restaurants. Is that correct? Right, yeah. Taco, uh, the, the taco lineup's going to be great as well. Um, I think he's got somewhere between seven and ten different vendors that are going to be there uh, doing tacos all day. Uh, the tacos are going to be for sale. So right. what's included in the ticket is... 
all the different tastings from all the different breweries. Uh, you're going to get a tasting glass, um, and you can get if you if you want to buy tickets prior, um, you can go to uh, siyanks. Com right or ticketreturn.com. dot com. I think is also the website uh, if you want to buy uh, tickets there. And also some of the proceeds. Not only are they going to go to the New York City Brewers Guild, but also No Kid Go Hungry, and uh, which I think is great that you guys are uh, helping out uh, those organizations. Uh, but Jay, this is this is going to be a really packed event. The one question I do have for you, and I don't know if you have this answer. And we're talking with Jay Sykes, the co-owner and chief operating officer of Flagship Brewing. They're located on the north shore of Staten Island at Forty Minthorn Street. Uh, in Tompkinsville, uh, the the pours when you, for the for the ticket price is it unlimited pours or is it a select amount? Do you know? It is it's unlimited pours. Um, obviously, you know if you know with anybody right. who's not being you know getting intoxicated, right. you know there will be people there checking for that. But it's no, it's not a ticketed event, so okay. it'll be. Um, you know, it'll be just go around and, and you know, have your uh, your small pours from each uh, different brewery. Gotcha. Now, I would be remiss, Jay, if I didn't mention your third anniversary was just a few weeks back. And uh, it's amazing. It's been three years have, have flown by so quickly. Uh, I know lots of things have changed since you started out. But if you could pinpoint one thing that has happened for your business that has been a positive uh, in these past three years. You know, we, we were just talking about this the other day. And, um, you know, it's funny. Three years ago, you know, we had three fermenters, and it was me, Pat, and um, and one of my business partners that were just on board from the beginning. And um, you know, I think the biggest impact and, and what's grown and what we've grown with is this. And what I think is crucial to having a craft brewery is your culture. You know, we've we've grown and, tr- and really created our own culture here on Staten Island, um, and we've expressed that through through our beer. But you know, our, our tasting room. It's constantly packed with new faces and and the people that have been with us from the beginning, and I, I feel like whenever anybody's here, they they understand what we're all about without us having to even say it, and that's that's a, a huge thing for a company like us um, to be able to do what you love where you're from, and to have other people get on board and, and understand it. Um, I think that's really the linchpin to to what we do. You know, I mean, you need to make great quality beer day in and day out. And I think when people see that um, and they, they want to be a part of the lifestyle that you lead, um, I think that's, that's the biggest part to it. So that's what grows here every day. That's what's grown from the beginning, and that's what I see continuing to grow. And I think that that's been a huge key to our success. Uh, last question for me, Jay. Uh, what, you, you guys got, obviously, you've got the, uh, the IPA Taco Festival coming up next week uh, in conjunction with the Staten Island Yankees. Any, what's, the, what's the new beer that's coming up from you guys uh, in the next several months that you guys are really pumped for? Well, we're really pumped on another side project that we've been working on. Um, you know, we there is a clothing store on Staten Island um, that's very authentic. Um, that's called the Richmond Hood Company. Um, they're located right around the block from where me and uh, my business partners grew up in West Brighton, okay. um, right on Castleton Avenue. And um, the one of the owners, proprietor of the place, um, his name is Tariq, and we've been working with him for months um, on a collaboration. And we are going to can a beer. Um, and it's going to be an IPA. I'm not going to let out all the information about it yet. Okay. But um, and he's going to do a a line of clothing um, that is done in conjunction with it. And the you know the thought process behind it, it's going to be called Sub S U B, which is going to be an acronym. Okay. Um, but it's really going to have to do with a lot of the you know how Staten Island is you know a type of subculture of New York City, 
and how people are out here being authentic and and living their dreams and doing things every day. Um, so we're really excited about it. We actually had a meeting at Francis Tavern last week um, with Tariq from Richmond Hood, and there's just so many good ideas. We have a uh, local artist in who's doing all the hand sketches for the cans and also for the clothing, and um, you know, we're really excited for it. So you should see something like that towards the end of the summer that's going to be coming out um, as well. We're also really, really excited about just canning in general. You know, we, we started canning our Kulsh, which is the Kilvan Kulsh, mm-hmm. and uh, we canned it in bright yellow cans um, that are now out there in market and are really, really killing it for us. So um, it's an exciting summer. Awesome. My guest has been Jay Sykes, the co-owner and chief operating officer of Flagship Brewing, located on the north shore of Staten Island, 40 Minthorn Street. Tap room is open Thursday through Sunday. Starting at noon, you can go right in, have a few ice-cold beer uh, beers. And remember, the a big event, the unforgettable um, IPA and taco event is taking place June 10th. That's next Saturday. Go get your tickets, ticketreturn.com uh, for the tickets there. Jay, thanks so much for joining me on the program tonight. Very much appreciate it. No, it's always a pleasure, Al. Thank you very much. Talk you, to you soon. You got it. Up next, it's time for Suds and Duds, my take on beers that I've had over the best week or so, or the past week or so. I'm going to tell you what I think is a Suds or what beer is a Dud. Back after this on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. Mike Gallagher can't figure out which way is up. The Washington Post alleged that their sources say Jared Kushner wanted to develop a secure private line with Russia. Well, now Fox News has a source that says that isn't how it happened at all. Somebody has a credibility problem. This is getting to a point where insanity is the order of the day. The Mike Gallagher Show. Weekdays at 10, right before Dennis Prager at 1 on AM 970. The Answer. The Cloverleaf Tavern is unlike any establishment in New Jersey. Located at 395 Bloomfield Avenue in beautiful Caldwell, New Jersey, the Cloverleaf Tavern has outstanding burgers, wings, nachos, fish and chips, not to mention a huge selection of over 20 taps of delicious craft beer, along with an enormous bottle selection. Coming up this Monday, June 5th, it's a Relay for Life fundraiser at the Cloverleaf Tavern. All you have to do is dine in at the Cloverleaf for lunch or dinner, and the tavern will donate a portion of your check to the local Relay for Life organization. Have a delicious burger and a craft beer and help fight cancer at the same time that's on monday june 5th the cloverleaf has been around since 1933 and has been voted the number one craft beer bar in the northeast two consecutive years so head over to the cloverleaf tavern 395 bloomfield avenue in caldwell new jersey for their full menu go to cloverleaftavern.com and for reservations call 973-226-9812 that's 973-226-9812 Be sure to tune in every Sunday night as Labor Press, New York's leading source for daily labor news and industry information, brings you their Blue Collar Buzz radio show. The hosts, Neil Tapel and Bill Holfeld, will discuss issues in the workplace and talk with some of the most prominent and influential personalities in the labor community. It's Labor Press, Sunday nights at 9, right here on AM 970, The Answer. segment of the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast right here on AM 970. The answer is always you can follow me on Twitter at Algatulo, Instagram at Gatulo, that's G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash A-G Craft Beer Cast, 
Email at albertgnnycradio.com. Don't forget we're on iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can download and listen to every show. Man, Night Ranger, don't tell me you love me. Back from 1982 and the album Dawn Patrol. Listen, don't tell me you didn't like Night Ranger. I got to see Night Ranger last year. Uh, in Coney Island, the new amphitheater that they have, the Ford Amphitheater. Um, it was uh, Night Ranger, the Romantics, and Rick Springfield. And let me tell you something. Night Ranger was awesome. Now, look, they they have a couple of hits. I'm not saying they were this knockout band, but, boy, if you were into heavy metal and the glam bands back in the 80s, Night Ranger was definitely one of those types of bands. Rock, metal, kind of, you know, crossing the line between both. But uh, I'll tell you, I loved uh, Night Ranger, good stuff. Glad I got a chance to see them. And boy, let me tell you, they could still bring it um, even last year. And that, the Fort Amphitheater over at Coney Island, very nice place to see a, a show. Uh, not a lot of big names this year over there, uh, but uh, an interesting place. The entire place is covered, but it's open to the outdoors. Um, the seats are not exactly comfortable, and the bathrooms are just in the wrong spots. Um, you have to kind of walk a mile just to get to a bathroom. Uh, which is not good, uh, you know. And the craft beer selection could be better, I will admit. Um, my friend and I were having a very tough time finding uh, a good craft beer. A lot of Corona, uh, Miller Lite. That's not a craft beer. So um, interesting place. Interesting place to see a show. But uh, we're talking beer. Oh, and the other reason why this song triggered why I wanted to play it this weekend uh, on the program, uh, if if you listen to iHeartRadio, um, and you ever get a chance, you know, you can, obviously you can listen to us on iHeartRadio, um, you know, the radio station itself, AM 970, The Answer. You can also listen to the Craft Beer Cast on uh, iHeartRadio. But uh, the other thing about iHeartRadio, they have a great channel called Slippery When Wet, and it is all heavy metal. And the guy who programs it, I, I don't know who he is. I believe he's based out of Texas. Um, maybe it's Dallas. I'm pretty sure it's out of Dallas. Uh, could be Austin. I'm not sure. Uh, but that guy who programs the station is phenomenal. He plays stuff that when I hear it, I go, "Ooh, I haven't heard this." Oh, I haven't. You know, the next song comes out. Oh, oh my goodness! We, we were sitting one night around a fire, drinking craft beers, and I remember my neighbor Greg remarked to me every time a song came on, he was like, "I haven't heard this one in twenty years. I haven't heard this one in fifteen years. I haven't heard this one in ten years. This is an epic rock song. This is an epic metal song." The guy just nails it. And look, there's hits in there: Bon Jovi. You know, Tesla and uh, um, Maiden, Judas Priest. I mean, they sprinkle it with everybody. So just when you think it's starting to get, and I'm not, not really sure, uh, they pop up with something else. So tremendous channel, Slippery When Wet. If you get a chance, download uh, iHeart uh, uh, on your um, either iTunes or Google Play. Run on your smartphone. You can listen to it from there. I put it on my tablet, and I have my little speaker. I sit out in the backyard uh, when I'm sampling some different craft beer. So uh, definitely a great channel. Uh, to listen to if you're into that type of music. But this here is the segment called Suds and Duds. That's where I tell you whether a beer is a sud or whether it's a dud. And uh, we've got a bunch of them uh, from a bunch of different breweries. Uh, so we'll kick it off uh, over at one of my favorite places. Of course, I mention them all the time. Paragon Tap and Table was over there uh, over the weekend before uh, just to have some uh, some drinks with friends and dinner. Started off with a Sumatra Mountain Brown. This is, man, let me tell you something. Awesome coffee flavor. Really good, strong, um, not boozy strong, but strong. Uh, definitely uh, a great beer. You should definitely pick this up. Sumatra Mountain Brown from Founders. Then I shifted over to a Backwards Bastard uh, from Founders. And let me tell you something, that, talk about packing a punch. Uh, that is really good. If I'm not mistaken, and I could be wrong, 
because I'm doing this off the top of my head. Backwards Bastard, I believe, is a barley wine. It is, um, it's, it's boozy, and it is, uh, it is uh, quite good. And I remember, if I'm not mistaken, I think I started off with a Doom. And let me tell you something. If you can find Doom um, in, uh, you know, wherever, okay, if you can find Doom anywhere right now, go and pick it up. You will not be disappointed. Doom is really good. It is a IPA that has been aged in uh, bourbon barrels. And as I explained, uh, you know, on the show, uh, I believe it was last week I explained on the show, um, it's, this, is, this is such a great beer. Um, it gives you that IPA flavor that you like, not too bitter, but it gives you that bourbon taste. And then at the end of it, a hint of caramel at the end. It's really good. And it is smooth, but it's strong, over 10%. Uh, definitely something that if you're going to drink it, do do yourself a favor. Have one at the bar. If you want to drink a little bit more, make sure you do it at home and be responsible about it. Um, then I was over at a very cool club in Morristown uh, over the weekend. Nice restaurant, uh, German food, uh, big place called a Revolution, a social brew house. Just opened uh, recently. And uh, Morristown has some great places to eat and drink in New Jersey. And uh, had a, a nitro DBA uh, from Firestone Walker. Boy, I'll tell you. I love beers on nitro. Smooth, wasn't too strong, very tasty, went well with my burger. Um, definitely something, you know, maybe uh, maybe if you have a little bit of spicy food, kind of cut the spice down a little bit. Uh, but definitely a nitro DBA by Firestone Walker. Very cool. And Revolution, an excellent tap selection. I mean enormous. I think it's like 40 or 50 taps. Uh, great bottle selection as well. Uh, they do a lot of tap takeovers. We're going to try and... Uh, Get over there and do a show from there uh, at uh, Revolution, a social brew house over in Morristown. Definitely want to check them out. Uh, moving on in the Suds and Duds segment on the uh, Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Uh, Muskoga Brewing sent me over a couple of cans of Cool as Cuke. It's their, part of their Moonlight Kettle series. And I have to say, this one was a dud for me. Um, not my kind of beer. I did not like the cucumber taste. A lot of cucumber in it. Uh, just weird on my tongue, and to be honest, I drank this one fresh. I didn't. I wasn't drinking a bunch of beers and then tried to go with this one. Um, I wanted to start this start off a night if I was going to sip a couple of beers. This was definitely one I wanted to start at the beginning. And uh, to be honest with you, um, I just I did not like the fact uh, uh, this cucumber taste. It just did not. It didn't do anything for me. Didn't like it. Um, Interested to try some more stuff from Muskoga, but uh, just uh, just didn't like it. This one was definitely um, a dud for me. As we continue on in the Suds and Duds segment on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Uh, Blue Point Brewing, this is interesting from Blue Point. Like this one a lot. Uh, Prop Stop, uh, excuse me, Prop Stopper Seaweed IPA uh, from Blue Point. Now, when I saw this one, it was interesting because... Um, I haven't been able to find a lot of their newer Blue Point stuff, and I know Paige from Blue Point uh, is sending me some stuff uh, this week so that I'll be able to try some and sample some stuff for next weekend's show. But uh, I found this down in Freehold. I was getting my car serviced and um, decided to pick this one up. Little saltiness on the back end, decent hops, good bite to it. Uh, as each sip, the beer got better. I really like this one. Because of the fact that I thought it was going to be very salt forward, because seaweed, and they were saying on the on you know on the description on the can, yes, there's salt in it, but it's very very subtle. Um, they talk about how it cleans your palate. I don't know about necessarily clearing cleaning the palate, but it was definitely something that was nice, uh, you know, to taste and not too overly salty. 
So I really enjoyed this one, the Prop Stopper Seaweed IPA uh, by Blue Point, Brewing, uh, Blue Point Brewing Company. Then I moved on to an Uncanny, uh, uncanny Valley. Uh, my good friend Buddy Watson had given me this one uh, not too long ago by the Burlington Beer Company. Uh, just okay. Wasn't great. I like my IPAs a little more juicy than piney uh, lately. Uh, this one just average to me. I know that people rave about this one. It, it really didn't do anything for me. I, I would consider this one a dud. Uh, right now, unless things you know improve, unless I tried some other stuff from them, but uh, I wasn't into the Uncanny Valley. It just did, didn't do anything for me. Then I had a Harry Doesn't Mind by Single Cut, and let me tell you something. Single Cut, uh, we've had their we've had their uh, uh, general manager on it. They do a fantastic job making beer, hazy, juicy, delicious, exactly what an IPA should be. I wish the ABV were above nine, but this is a solid beer. Just just fantastic. Uh, and if you want, you can follow me on, on uh, Untapped. Uh, it's uh, Gatulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. You can see all the beers uh, that I post. And specifically, obviously, I do it more for the uh, for the Suds and Duds segment here on the Al Gatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. But Harry Doesn't Mind by Single Cut, outstanding. Uh, then I had an Exit 4, an American Triple uh, by Flying, Frisch, uh, Flying Fish uh, Brewing. Uh, nice fruit, little spice. Not bad for a triple, definitely a suds, good stuff from Flying Fish. And then uh, the final two uh, over at Paragon Tap and Table had dinner over the Memorial Day weekend over there with friends. Party Wave, wow, by Kane. Man, let me tell you something. Kane, once again, nailing it. Juice bomb, an absolute juice bomb. Fantastic. Just just the right amount of, you know, IPA, the bite, the, the bitterness, the juice, fantastic. Loved the flavors in this one. That is definitely one's brand new. Party Wave just came out. Got to get it from Kane Brewing. And then finally, had an Autumn Maple uh, by the brewery. This one was interesting. Uh, more of an Oktoberfest type of beer, but it's out in the uh, late spring. Uh, late spring, almost start of summer. Spicy, a lot of banana flavor. Very, very good and very smooth as well. Uh, definitely one to check out. And I know I'm going to be out on the West Coast at the end of the year. Definitely have to go over to the brewery. And uh, check out the uh, the, the beers uh, that they have over there. Tremendous beer. Good stuff. Couple of duds. Some suds. But that's the whole point. It's subjective. What I may like, you may not like. That's simply how it goes. And, folks, we are out of time. My thanks to Darren Yellen, Jerry Crowley, Phil Boyce, the founder of Fast Brewing, Mitchell Lesperil. He's got a new product out. It's called Fast Ferment. Fastbrewing.com, the website for more information. Jay Sykes, the founder and COO of Flagship Brewing. Uh, the big, unforgettable uh, Taco and IPA Fest coming up next week at the Staten Island Yankee Stadium, June uh, 10th, if I'm not mistaken. Get your tickets for that one. And, of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. Back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m. This has been the Alga Tulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, cheers, everybody. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.